The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. Cowboys 43, Rams 20. That was the final score on Sunday. Big win for the Cowboys. And this is Cowboys Storyline. We're here to talk about it. I'm Nick Eatman here, Monday, October the 30th. And the Cowboys are now 5-2. and two. They've won two straight games after, beating the, after losing to the 49ers. The 49ers have lost three straight. What's going on in this NFL world? Um... Crazy stuff, crazy stuff all, all the way around. All you know, just look at the scores. Yesterday, Chiefs losing to the Broncos for the first time in like eighteen games or something like that, and uh, a lot of weird games happening around the league. Uh, Washington and Philly went back and forth. You know, it was a big one for for the Eagles. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Eagles game coming up this week. But but the Cowboys took care of business at home. That's the one we'll obviously be focusing on at AT&T Stadium for the 11th straight win uh, at home. Pretty impressive there for the Cowboys to take care of business at home and for the that crowd to to be, be you know to have a a home uh home field advantage really if if you will and 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 that's what it's become and and it hasn't always been the case at, at AT&T Stadium let's be honest about that we we it, it hasn't been that way all the time but it feels like that now uh noon game noon game against the Rams weather's not great it's coldest you know day that it's been in a while maybe people are going to come in late those towels were flying right at kickoff. It, you know, it was a lot of people in the stands there for a noon game. So the the give credit to the to the home crowd. Big big win for the Cowboys. Dak Prescott played a, a great game. Uh, Ceedee Lamb just lights out. I mean, Ceedee Lamb is is showing why he is a true number one, and the price tag just keeps going up and up for him. But that's okay because he's 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 uh, earning uh, the big contract that he will get. Speaking of that, Micah Parsons does his thing on the other side, and, and then Deron Bland. I mean, what what can you say? Deron Bland, he's got three touchdowns this year. There's a lot of great players in the NFL that don't have three touchdowns. He is just playing lights out, and he is uh, he's he's looking like a Pro Bowl cornerback, right? I mean, what else can you say? No, no player in the history of the Cowboys has had three interceptions for touchdowns in a season. Only 29 guys in the league have ever done it. Only three people have done it four times, and uh, he's got 10 games to do that. So big-time big, big time effort there for Deron Bland. All right, we're going to talk about all this stuff. 888-855-2297. we got two callers on the line, so let's go right to it. Joe and Stanford, you're, you're back to the leadoff position again. You're starting us off. Joe, what's up? Oh, yeah, I had to get there today, brother. Hey, noon game at home. I bet your family was happy to see you, huh? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely good. Oh, maybe not in the morning to, to leave that early. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's always nice to, to walk out of the stadium with daylight. You know, it, it doesn't happen very often. And this is it won't happen again after, I guess, daylight savings is this week. But, uh, yeah, it was a good, good, uh, good game to, to start things off. And the Cowboys did their part. Yeah, no doubt. You know, um, I, I called a couple of weeks ago, and I was, you know, I didn't just completely disdack, but I was pretty distressed about him and very unsure. I got to say, after those two sacks, I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? And then Dak did what I wasn't sure he could do. He 
took his team on his shoulders and he made the plays to get this team over the hump and then kick their butt the rest of the game. It was outstanding. I could talk about a lot of things, but the biggest thing we saw was Dak Prescott being a guy who can win games for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he certainly could um, and, and did in that game for sure. Thank you uh, for the call, Joe, right, unless you had another question. I think I think that's it. Um I like it. A good way to start us off, you know, and, and that's that's what he, that's what he did. And you know, a lot of times, fan bases, media, whatever, it, it seems like when when the, it's a win like this, then it's not a big game. You know, if it was a loss, then it was like, what's going on? Obviously, you know, it's almost like that's what people expect to happen. But you know, I thought I thought it was a big game. I mean, I, I think they're all going to be big at this point. You know, especially when you lose to the Cardinals like they did, I think it should put on everyone's radar what this team can do. Um, you know, we haven't seen them beat a really good team. Um, that's not the. I mean, I mean, who's a good team? I don't even know. I mean, the Niners are struggling right now, but 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 even you know on their schedule. I mean, the Chargers look pretty good. I guess the Jets. Uh, you know, the Jets, Chargers, and the Rams are all going to be kind of competitive there. They're going to be there at the end. But, you know, we haven't really seen it. We're going to see it this week. Cowboys are going to, you know, face the, the Eagles. And they, they their record says that they are the best in the league. Uh, we'll see if they are uh, over over time. But, but no, I, I think Dak went out. It was a big game yesterday. They had, if they're going to be the type of team that they want to be, you've got to take care of the teams like the Rams. And they did, and it didn't start off well. A couple of um, sacks early, and, you know, Zach Martin had some issues with, with Aaron Donald, who doesn't. But, um, you know, they, they cleaned it up, and they, they and Dak did his, did his thing, I think. I think he's just playing, like we said, he's just playing with instincts, playing like a football player. All right, uh, Raza in Springfield, Virginia, you're next. Raza, what's up? Hey, what's up, Vic? Hey, man, how are you? Good, 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 man. It was a great win yesterday. Loved it. Enjoyed it. Uh, had a feeling we we're gonna have a blowout. I just we just do good with like QBs that aren't as mobile. Yeah, we usually dominate them. Um, just got a couple of points, and then one question for you. Um, you know, a lot of a lot because the trade deadline's approaching. A lot of fans, you know, they want Jerry to be aggressive. I really like Jerry as a GM. I'm one of those fans that thinks he's a good GM. Our team's always competitive. He always has the pieces. We just, I don't know, somehow can't get over the hump. Who knows? But he always has a team that's competitive. And, um, like, one thing about Jerry that fans need to realize, he's not going to get fired. So these other GMs like Howie and stuff, they have bosses. So they have to be, you know, uh, aggressive, make moves. Uh, Jerry, he's going to be here. He's thinking long haul because he's going to be here. So that's why... uh, I mean, I know fans, that's probably just the only minor thing about Jerry where he's not always that aggressive, but he's always going to be here. He always has a competitive team. So, um, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then if I had a trade deadline wish, it would be two first-round picks to get number 99 from yesterday. But I know it's not going to happen. That's just my wish. And then my one question for you, and I'll listen, is how would you stop the tush push? All right. Th- uh, awesome. Good good stuff. Thanks for the call. Um yeah, I think Jerry is aggressive. I think I think he's he's probably the most aggressive one over there uh, with Stephen, Will, McCarthy. Um, I think Jerry is probably he, he's pretty aggressive, and I think he wants to make moves. I think they do look at it long term. And you're right. I mean, when you when you know 
you're not getting fired. I mean, the pressure to if, if things don't work out, it's just oh, okay, you know, doesn't work out, and then and people will talk about it until the next big move, and then they'll kind of maybe forget it or write it down or whatever. But it, yeah, you're right; it doesn't affect things. Um, sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. But but you know, some sometimes that, that, that's actually a good thing. Um, I don't know about the you know trade deadline coming up. I mean, we'll see if the Cowboys decide to do something. Uh, again, we're not going to talk specific players that are on other other teams. I don't think two first for anybody um, is going to happen, and I don't know if that that's actually. I don't think this team needs to do that. This team needs needs their draft picks now, so it's going to have to be somebody that really really fits what they're doing uh, if they're if they're going to make a move because they've already lost their fourth, fifth, and sixth picks for next year. They'll probably get couple of picks maybe in the fifth or sixth round compensatory for Schultz and McGovern, but uh, nothing too too great there. Uh, and then how would I stop the tush push? Well, I, I would I, – if I'm the NFL, I get rid of it. I mean, I, that's what I would do. I mean, I, if I'm the NFL, I, I ban the play. Um, and what and I think how you do it is you say if you're if you line up in the backfield, you, you won't – you can't push people forward. I think it's – it's hypocritical for what the league does, honestly. When you think about it, you can't you can't jump on a player to block a field goal. That's called leveraging, right? It's fifteen yard penalty. You you can't be, use another player to be taller. What are you just going to get on someone's shoulders and and block a kick? I mean, like you can't do that then. So why should you be able to use other people's strength to move you? I mean, it doesn't make sense. I saw, I heard forward progress stop twice in the game. They mentioned it there, but yet for some reason, it doesn't matter when you're, you've got six guys pushing. I just think it goes against what the league is trying to do. Um, you, you can't use other players to benefit. What are you, you going to just? I mean, can you pick people up in basketball and let them dunk? I mean, like it doesn't make sense. So I, I, I would get rid of the play. I mean, it. I, I'm never a big fan of the pushing. It's just, all right, whose offensive lineman is stronger than the rest so they can just you know push six guys forward? The defense certainly can't do that. But for this year, because it, because it is going to be in the in play, um, I I don't know what you can do. I really, I mean, there's really not much you you can do on this. It's just about being being strong. And now you're seeing now the Eagles have already like you put too many guys in there, then they'll run a play out of it. So uh, I have a feeling that the the competition committee will probably change it. But as for this year, stay out of third and one, fourth and one, because it don't expect it to get. I mean, it's it's tough. And and also, Jason Kelsey, the center, is better than most centers. So that's where it starts. I mean, it starts there. And then, of course, Jalen Hurts is a big, strong running back type of, of player. So you you had that combination. It's working better for them than it works for a lot of other teams. All right. Ronnie in New Jersey is next. Ronnie, what's up? Hey, good morning, Nick. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Sorry, I was reading a, reading a message here. Yeah, I'm doing good. How's it going? It's good. It's great, actually. Um, I... Nick, the one thing I loved about this game, um, Dak played how we always mm-hmm. want, wanted him to play. Like, Dak was actually moving around in the pocket. He was scrambling out. Yeah, he wasn't running for yards or anything like that. But when I think what how he played 
just moving around was great. Yeah, his accuracy. This, I mean, this game, he he was he was on point in this game, and I I loved it. We all, I mean, I'm pretty sure all fans, we loved it. So I, I would like to see if they just keep on doing exactly how they did in this game. They 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 all the movement with the wide receivers. That's what we've been calling for. Like that's why I think so many fans we've been disappointed in some of the games before because we know we have the talent, they have the skill. Now with the coaching just doing what they need to do, I think this team is going to do a lot better. Now, uh, uh, the touch push, uh, Nick, I, I think the one way you could stop this, put Hankins right over uh, Chelsea. Blow him up. Put Hankins, put those big defensive tackles that we have, Gallimore and our first-round pick, line those three guys up right in the middle and, and go man for man, see how um, how that play is going to work out for them. I think we could if we give it some pushback, that they're going to stop that play against us, that's for sure. But a great win. I, uh, I hope uh, we bring it for Philadelphia. I think this is going to be the, the biggest matchup of the year so far after the 49ers game, but this is going to be the real uh, matchup. Uh, thanks for uh, yeah. taking my call. Thank, uh, thank you. Uh, you know, I did see the 49ers a couple of weeks ago. I think they were playing the Vikings. I saw Fred Warner just fly over the top for uh, for that play and, and actually stop Cousins. Um on the on the the tush push, then again, I mean, Jalen Jalen Hurts does it better than others. I mean, it's just it's it's just different. Now, if I'm the Cowboys on offense, if you're gonna run it, I mean, I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. You're not fooling anybody on what you're trying to do. So why not put guys in the backfield that that have more strength? I mean, you don't have to just put the running back and the tight end or, or two running backs back there. I mean, just put the biggest, strongest guy you have. Just put Mozzie Smith in the game for that reason. I mean, what? who are you fooling? I mean, this is what we're doing. Stop it. I mean, that's that's kind of the way I would look at it. But um, it's, a, it's a unique play, and, it, and, it's, and it's definitely changing. We're seeing teams copy it and now, and now run plays off of it as well. Go back to what you said about Dak. You said Dak didn't run for a lot of yards. Well, I'll tell you what he did. It was four, th- four carries for 19 yards. You just look at the stats and you think, okay, that's not a big deal. But there was two plays in the game. One of it was third and two, and he got two. Another time was third and 11, he got 12. So 14 yards right there out of his 19 were on third and, and third down plays. One was third and long. He scrambled and got it. Another time he, he went around the, the, the left side, also got it. And the Cowboys were able to get a touchdown and a field goal on those two drives. So that's 10 points right there on 14 yards. That is a big deal. 10 points is a big deal in any in any uh, on any game. And so I, I I think that that his runs are 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 calculated um and and when it's time to make a move, he he's done that and it and it's helped this team win games uh and helped this team score and that that's a big deal. So so I wouldn't discount the, the yardage, it's the timing of it. And yesterday he did a really, really good job with that. All right, let's go to Brian in Kansas City. Brian is next. What's up, Brian? Hey, good morning, Nick. Good morning. How's it going there? I'm sure Kansas City's not feeling so great uh, about yeah. their team right now. That's yeah. weird. You know, it's the, weird league. Divisional man. games, man. Yeah. Divisional games. I agree. I agree. Washington is not anywhere close to Philadelphia talent-wise, but they know how to play the Eagles. They just do, and that and that's a you know they haven't won this year, but but same with Denver and Kansas City. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. 
Hey, you know, one of the things I noticed yesterday is, it, and I know you were a big fan of this game, so you tell me if you agree. This reminded me of the game opening day two years ago against the Bucks. It looked like that kind of offense. You know, they, not a lot of running, um, spread the ball around. You know, remember they, if you remember, they were without Zach Martin that day. Um, Are you talking about at, at Tampa? Yes. I'm was sorry. that three years ago, maybe? I, yeah. Well, when you said that, my first thought was the game, I guess, the start 2022, 20, and they scored three points So I, I, at home. That's when I was thinking. I was like, wait, we had a 40-point difference here. You're talking about the game, yes, that they lost at Tampa. Yeah, that was the start of 2021. So you're right, two years ago. And, um, yeah, 29, they lost, like, 31-29. So, yeah, very, very similar offense because it, most things were, were on the outside, very little running. You're You're right. Yeah, and then, you know, the other thing I wondered, I don't know if you're an All-22 guy or not, but if you have an opinion, you know, from just watching the broadcast, I didn't see Awesome Richards having, besides having the greatest name for football, next to Golden Richards, of course. But but, uh, I I didn't see anything just watching the broadcast, any big, huge busts where he looked like he was the weakness in the the line. But if you had an opinion, then uh, I'll uh, hang up and listen to to what you have to say, bro. Appreciate it, man. Good. Thanks for the call. Didn't did not see the uh, the all twenty two yet. In fact, I don't. I thought it comes out a little later in, in the week, or maybe not on Monday. But I ha- I haven't seen that. And I really didn't go back and watch Awesome uh, Richards. I I think I think he's a guy that needs needs reps, um, and and they're okay giving it to him. So uh, Tyron Smith, um, from my understanding, could have played in the game. I wanted to play in the game, um, but they decided to hold him out. Um, that makes me think he should be ready for next week. And then if that's the case with the Chuma Idoga with an ankle uh, sprain, not a high ankle sprain, just low ankle sprain, which means, you know, a week or two, um, if that. I mean, Kevante Turpin had a sprained ankle and came back the next week. So who knows? Who knows? Every injury is different. But, you know, it didn't look like Chuma Idoga is going to come back in a week. Um, he, he, he got carted off, I think, afterwards. So uh, if he's out for a little bit I, and Tyron Smith is back, I could see Awesome Richards being your your swing tackle. If not, if Tyron is not back, then they might need to make some decisions and, and figure out what, what's their best option. Is, is Awesome Richards a better left tackle than TJ Bass is at guard? Which means Tyler Smith might move back. I don't think they want to move Tyler Smith right now. So uh, I would I would imagine Austin Richards would start at left tackle if that's the case. But I think they're hoping um, that Tyron Smith should be able to come back. All right, let's go to Mark in Florida. Mark is next. Mark, what's up? Hey, Nick, how are you, my friend? Good. Uh, after yesterday, uh, you know it's all uh, rainbows and lollipops. But I got to tell you, I'm still very concerned about this team. Okay. To me, we're seven games in, and I don't see a running game. I don't see that fourth quarter, that four-minute offense that they call for, right, to put games away. I just haven't seen it, and I'm concerned. I just don't think you could throw your way through this whole season. So just your thoughts on our running game. Yeah. You know, they haven't had to do that yet. They will. I mean, games games are going to be that way. It's going to get tighter. It's going to get colder. It's going to be tougher to throw. There are going to be games like that. They haven't had that game yet because the game that was close um, against the Chargers, I mean, they were down. I mean, they were, they were tied. They drove down, ran the offense, got a touchdown, got a stop. 
Um, I actually, I'm sorry, drove down, kicked a field goal. But, yep, they weren't really in that mode. They haven't been in that mode where it was like, all right, we got to run the ball, get off the field, and, and, and try to put this game away. They haven't had a game like that. But, I mean, if they're struggling running the ball when, it, when you think it's 50-50, you know they're going to struggle running the ball when it's you know ninety ten on the percentage on when everyone knows you're going to run. That's that's the issue, and so you're you're not wrong there. Um, they're having a really hard time uh, managing that to the point where they're kind of getting away from it, you know, and they're taking what's there. Um, I don't see teams just loading up to stop the run. I mean, so I, that's that's kind of the 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 problem right now. So um, it's an issue. You know, and and I I kind of think the Cowboys need to address this. I'm not saying go out and get the the running back everyone's asking for, but I think that when you're looking at at Tony Pollard and his career, and 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 if he's he's been he hasn't been injury prone, but you know he's taking a lot of hits right now. So you know, I I, I think I would try to 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 look to to maybe bolster that that room a little bit more with with a veteran guy. Um, Rico Dowdle's done a, a good job for what what they've they've asked him to do, but I I still think this position's maybe lacking a little bit. Um, but I I I think the offensive line and is not providing the holes for the running game. That's that's the real thing. I don't think it's really Tony Pollard as much or Rico. I think it starts with the line. Um, and you know if you can bolster that, go ahead. But I don't I don't know. I I think you might need to see. A uh, little bit more help there, one way or another, in the running game. All right, Kevin in Ashland, Virginia, you're next. Hey, Nick, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm a first-time caller. I'm awesome. doing good. Thank you. Great. First-time caller, long-time listener. Uh, I love the show, man. All right, You're doing Pre- a great job. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Uh, I think you were just talking about it. Um, I, uh, it was a great game yesterday, but the only thing. Uh, I think uh, I just didn't see no run game going on. And right. I think at this point, I don't know if, it, if it's going to, if it's something to worry about in the future because, you know, I mean, with a great run game, I feel like this team can do so much more. I uh, just wanted to do, yeah. uh, get your opinion and, and what you think what, of it. What would you, hold on, Kevin. What would you, uh-huh. what do you think is the biggest issue, though? You think it's offensive line? You think it's they, the, Tony Pollard and is not getting it done? I mean, what what is the, because it's easy just to say, well, this is the problem, but like specifically, what what do you think? Um, I see, I can't, I can't just by looking at it, I want to say maybe, maybe it's offensive line, but, um, Honestly, I, I just feel like comfortable having a, a bigger back yeah. in the backfield uh, to just share the ball with uh, Tony Pollard. Maybe that will loosen up more, but that's what I think. I know people have different opinions, but yeah, it's yep. it's kind of a mystery. That's that's kind of the issue right now. Thank you for the call, uh, Kevin, and um, you put uh, Virginia in the lead here. When uh, the states of of our callers here, we have two now from Virginia. So um, I always think that's interesting to see where our calls come from. I mean, last show we had last week, we had one in Bahamas, France, and so we we're all over the, the globe here. But for the states, uh, Virginia, Virginia's always been, always, always one of the top five or six states when it comes to Cowboy fans, just a lot there. Um, and, you know, I, I know a lot of them are anti 
Washington fans, and that's kind of, you know, in the, the fan bases over there, probably split a lot, but it's always been a ton of Cowboy fans in, in Virginia. Um, as for the uh, the call, uh, you're you're right. I mean, it's it's um, offensive line is is part of it. I mean, but you know they 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 struggled a little bit in the pass pass block at first, and then they they kind of slowed things down. I mean, Dak got hit a lot though yesterday. I mean, he he did. He got hit a lot, um, and that's a little bit concerning. Um, and you know, you could say, well, they're playing against Aaron Donald, but it seems like every week it, it's going to be something. Philadelphia has. A wave of pass rushers, and their defensive front is nasty. Um, they give up plays. I mean, they give up yards. There's no doubt about it. But they're going to be bringing it. And that's going to be another big, big challenge for this team. So they're going to have to to figure it out. But but the running game. I mean, there's no other ways to slice it. I mean, every caller is saying the same thing. You're not wrong. Yeah, good win. Really, really strong win for the team. But but you know that the running game is is got is, you got to be balanced you can't just sit there and say we're going to throw the ball all over the yard like that uh you got to figure out a way to be balanced and and you know they're trying different things like like they know it's a problem i mean look at it i mean last week brandon cooks had a couple of runs uh, around the edge uh he had uh he had one in this game for three yards. C.D. Lamb had one for 12 yards. I mean, we're seeing a little bit of reverses here and into rounds or whatever. I mean, they're, they're trying different things here to, to, to help uh, move the football without just throwing it and dropping back every single time. All right, uh, let's go to another caller before we go to break. Bob in Rio Grande Valley. Bob is up. What's up? Morning, Nick. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Doing great. It's uh, kind of basking in a little globe, but I'm not going to get over go overboard with it. it uh, one of the things I noticed yesterday in the game was that, uh, and I think a real compliment needs to go out to Bones Fossil and the special teams that uh, they played extraordinary yesterday. And and this thought about our future uh, and this year, of course, we all want to get to the Super Bowl. And uh, I agree that uh, a bell cow running back uh, would probably be the thing that would put us over the top for this year. But Trading away draft choices when we're looking at the future, particularly of our offensive line, uh, where uh, we're really going to need some help in the coming years. It uh, seems to me like uh, the best investment would be to try to find a way to get somebody to help out on, on with the running game right now, and maybe not go get one of the one of these really top guys it's going to cost us a high draft choice what do you think well let me ask you this what would would you would you feel better about it uh, if they got a, a leonard fournette would you it, feel- it depends on depends on what it would cost us i mean uh, it, it it's here, it, he's on the here's street what here, here's, here's what i'm looking at okay uh tyrone uh uh I love the oldie. It, uh, and he's obviously at the end of his career going to be pretty doggone quick if he's not already. And he that that has got to be addressed. It, uh, and so uh, if we if we get uh, uh, a running back of uh, uh, this guy's caliber and we can get him at the right price, go for it, because it might be the thing that would put us over the top this year. Yeah. I mean, it, thanks for the call. I mean, it, it's it's there's not a ton of options to go get a, a running back, but, I, I mean, I think if the Cowboys wanted to go get a running back, they could do that. 
they could go and trade for somebody, and it's not going to probably be a, not going to be a lot. You know, I mean, you, you might lose your third round pick. Uh, you know, if, if that's that's a lot, but I'm just saying. Um, but I think I would be okay with with doing something like that because. Um, but I would want to get a running back that 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 I think I could have for next year because right now you really don't have an option for that. So I, I would I would look at a running back that you like um, that that you know you could be this year, learn the offense, plug in here and there, and then also help you next year or down the road. If that situation happened, I would be I would be willing to to look at that. Um, you know because you do need to, to look down the road. I'll say this: I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on the Tyron Smith being a liability. Um, I, I think I think his inconsistency. That hurts. Like his inconsistency in the lineup, it definitely hurts. He's not a liability when he's out there, though. I mean, he. he I mean, yeah, he may he may give up a sack or two. I mean, they're all giving up some plays here and there. But he, when he plays, he's playing well. Um, so I don't know if he's a liability. I, I just think it's it's frustrating because he's not there and available for you um, as much. All right, let's take a quick break here on Cowboy Storyline. We'll be right back. We got more calls and more texts. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back, back to Cowboys Storylines. 
All right, welcome back to Cowboys Storyline here. We got a few more minutes here to talk about this Cowboys win over the Rams, 43-20. to 20. Uh, I think most people are excited about the game and, you know, getting a, a win, 23-point win at home is is big. They dominated the game, really, and all three phases were, were complete. That's what's good about it. Special teams, I didn't mention that uh, before on the last caller, but, yeah, the special teams was big uh, for this team. Uh, John Fossil, who coached for the Rams for eight years, St. Louis, L.A., uh, he's been that organization for eight years, and he, I mean, Yesterday was amazing. When you think about what they did, um, they were it'd be Brandon Aubrey, eighteen straight field goals. He's tied it in the field record to start a career. Um, that's that's amazing. One of them was a fifty-eight yarder. Um, Sam Williams blocks a punt for a safety. Cavante Turpin returns that for sixty-three yards on uh, close to set up a touchdown. Has another punt return that was called back for penalty, and I don't. I think it was a good call, and I don't think he goes for a touchdown if it's not a penalty. So, uh, But still, just the playmaking ability for him to go and do that is big. Uh, Sam Williams is a gunner? What? I've never seen that. I've never seen a linebacker do that here, um, unless, unless I am missing somebody. But it reminds me of old Hollywood Henderson running down there. I mean, that, that was pretty impressive. I don't know if you saw in the fourth quarter, he did it twice. One of them made the tackle. Um, just beats his guy off the line and runs down there. So impressive. But 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 John Fossil and the special teams has been outstanding. Um, and and you got to give them credit. All right, let's go to uh, Rob in Vegas. Rob, what's up? It's Rob. Yeah. What's up, Rob? Hey, Nick. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good now. Good, <laughs> good win. Uh, it's nice that Mike Mike McCarthy listens to your show. <laughs> I doubt he does. <laughs> I doubt he does. <laughs> because, you know, this is kind of what we talked about. You know, dumbing down the offense for a quarterback, a top-ten quarterback, I thought was not a good move. You dumb it down for the offense, you dumb it down for the defense. And it's nice that in the, you know, in the bye, we asked him, bring back some of the stuff that uh, – Dak did good with when Kellen Moore was calling plays, and I think they did that. Yeah. And I totally agree with the running. I don't need Dak to be a running quarterback. But I thought those were the, some of the biggest plays is when he was running for first downs. And that's all you need. If you need five, you need ten, and you could go get it, go get it. extends the drive, and good things happen. Yeah. I thought that was one of the best games he's played in his career, the way he – he threw, but he's throwing the ball really good. You, I always, sometimes he aims the ball. I thought he was doing that in the beginning of his season, and now he's actually throwing it. You could see how it comes off his hand. Uh, I don't think we trade for a running back. You're not going to get anybody better than uh, what you got now with Tony Pollard. But I do think right now, because probably because of the injury, he's not as explosive. Rico Dowdle actually looks more explosive. I think if they give him some more carries, you know, yeah. that, that would help. Uh, and uh, trade deadline, linebacker, wide receiver, if you could get the defensive tackle from Washington, which you probably can't, that would be great. And uh, defensive back. I, I think if, if you could get another defensive back, uh, uh, the guy they're talking from Chicago, I'm not familiar with him, but yeah. I keep hearing about him. I, I, think, I think they're good as long as – Offensive line, nobody's giving up offensive linemen. Yeah, that's going to be tough to, to, to get line. Everybody needs lineman help. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I appreciate the call, Rob. Um, you got it. Good stuff. Um, you know, Dak is throwing the ball better. Um, and also, you know, he did have that interception in, in the red zone. Um, that was a that was not a good play call. Um, I, I <laughs> it made me do. It made me rank. I ranked the eleven players on offense that are skill players that you would get the ball to. I just, you know, I just went down. I was like, ah, oh, CD, you know, Pollard, Cooks, all that. And I had out of the eleven, I had number nine, ten, and eleven that on one play on the interception. Those three guys, those are your three wor- not worst playmakers, but you know, they're 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 the, the least guys that are going to make these plays. Lipke, McEwen, and Schoonmaker, all in this little Texas triangle across the middle of the field and it's like what are they doing and it got tipped and bad wasn't a good throw got knocked in the air interception and just like you know you're just moving down the ball here with with you know with with uh cooks and and cd and pollard and then you get down there and then you try something you know with lipke going across the field and all that but you know hey that happens. That happens. You kind of get in the bag a little bit. Like, all right, we got this thing rolling, and uh, a little bit of a, a, a reality check there. It's like, all right, let's get back to what we're doing here. We don't have to get cute. Um, I thought that was interesting, but yeah, I think Dak, Dak played played great. And, and you know, we've talked about the trade deadline. I can't wait for a trade deadline to 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 be you know here and gone. Um, I think they should make a move, but I mean, there's been so much talk about. It. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I guess maybe. A divisional matchup with the Eagles that would be interesting um, if that happens. But yeah, that's that's kind of where where we uh, where we stand right now. Uh, we got a few more minutes in the show. The phone lines are open eight 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 five five two two nine seven. And and the the Cowboys. I just you know where do, where do the, where does this team stand right now? Where do they stand? Five and two. You know you've got. You you've got a team that's you know I I think that they're one of the top teams I really do but it doesn't matter though really right now I mean like you, you play who who you play I mean what what have we learned in the last two to three weeks of the, the whole NFL season is that things things will change exactly what you think is going on is not the way you know it, it's going to be in three weeks or a month. Um, do I still think the 49ers are an elite team? Yeah. You know, and it's kind of scary what's going on in San Francisco if you're if you're being honest about it. Because is San Francisco really that good? Um, what what do they have going on? Do they have injuries? Because if they're really not that good, then it makes that loss even worse. Just like the Arizona game. You know, you thought maybe maybe Arizona's not bad. Well, no, that's that's not the case. They they seem to be pretty bad, but they beat you. The 49ers haven't won a game since that 42 to 10. So it, it, I get it. Matchups are different. I mean, one team can play this team tough and then not. I mean, Cowboys beat the, the Jets by 20. The Jets go beat Philly. Does that mean the Cowboys go beat Philly? You know, if they do, it won't be because of that. It'll just be because they they, they play better. Um, you know, and, and, and they've been a good matchup. When you look at Philly and Dallas matching up, you know, last year, both teams won on at home. Uh, against the backup quarterback. So the Eagles, it was a tough game. Cooper Rush did his thing, but he had three interceptions in the game, and the Eagles were better, and they won the game, and they, they ran the ball when they really needed to and won that game. Cowboys came back uh, um, and played against Gardner Minshew, who had 350 yards. I mean, so 
he had a great game. I mean, is Jalen Hurts going to play that much better than that? I mean, I don't know. But the Cowboys won that game, uh, and it was a really good one. So so now this should be a, a good matchup. First time we've really get to see in, in I guess, a couple years um, of Hurts and, and Dak playing against each other. So it should be a real good one. All right, let's go to the calls here. Uh, Nick in Austin. Nick is, is next. What's up, Nick? Hey, buddy. I got back in. Long time no talk to. Uh <laughs> I got three things. One, uh, offense, defense, and special teams. Um, on offense, people keep talking about running back, and I think you're right. If they want to do anything, I think Leonard Fournette would be the cheapest, best way to go. Mm-hmm. If they don't, if they don't want to do anything, then I would love to see Hunter Lippy because he's a big back that, like they're talking about, and the guy catches everything. Yeah, and then with uh, defense, I think I, I don't know. I, I know you've seen it, but like our rush as far as pressure has been good, but we haven't been getting sacks, and that kind of concerns me a little bit. Yeah. Um, for the simple fact, with this quarterback, he's very mobile, and if you don't contain that middle, you get to give him any space, he's gone. Yeah, and then. With the special team, this is my question. With uh, uh, oh, um, God, my brain farted. Uh, our <laughs> returner, uh, Turpin. Turpin, uh, do you think he's going to make the Pro Bowl? And I'll hang up and listen. Probably not, because he he made it last year. So I, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine. That's not one of those things where every, you know you have to you get it every year. I mean, um. You know he has to make he has to make some some big plays, um, and he's had some, but they've been called back. So uh, you know he had the one yesterday. Um, I'm trying to see where did that. I guess they put that as a kickoff return. So that that's that's good for him. I mean, I was always curious on where where that that actual um, stat would would go for a return on a safety. But um, no, I mean I, he might make it. I mean he's going to have to make some. He probably has to score a touchdown. Um, and and do it in a, in a big game. I don't. I can't tell you. I know a lot of other returners doing things though. So um, you know, it's it's kind of gone away. I mean, it's almost like fullback. If I mean, there's not many people out there that are that are you know making a difference there. So you know, who knows? He did it last year. Maybe he does. Maybe he does come back. But um, yeah, I, I think I think they you know th- this is gonna be a big test um, this week for for this defense. I mean, they they're putting pressure on there. Uh, Micah Parsons. You know, like you can see the the Rams a couple times, not a couple times, more than that, where the guard and tackle were going, were you know, were really du- just straight double team. This wasn't like a tight end chipping and helping or running back. This was guard and tackle going up against Micah Parsons. So you know that should open up some things for some other guys. It was good to see Dorrance Armstrong get in there and, and get a sack. He's been kind of quiet lately. So. But one of the other callers said, you know, Cowboys do well against quarterbacks that aren't as mobile. And, you know, this is this is what we'll see uh, this week. You know, Jalen Hurts is certainly mobile and is able to move around. And I think this is a really big game, though, for, for Micah Parsons because, you know, the Eagles have done a, a really good job against him. They, they've been able to slow him down, neutralize him. Um, and, and the read option is, is one of the reasons that, that kind of does that. One thing that I'm seeing a lot more is Parsons rushing from the middle, and that could change things a little bit with the read option. Um, it might give the ball up a little bit more to the running backs 
um, if Parsons is right there in the middle, or he might keep it. You know, he he might he might try to go to the outside, um, depending on where Parsons is. But he needs to keep doing what he's doing and, and going all over the place. All right, uh, let's go to the next caller, Pete in Connecticut. Pete, are you there? Yes, sir. How what? are you today? Good. How are you doing? Good. How about them Cowboys? How about them? How about them? So, uh, I just wanted to say I'm really happy Sam Williams got some playing times. I think he's going to be a different maker the more you let him on the field. And then one other quick thing I just want to say, is there anybody in the trade deadline we can get for left tackle? Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you. Um, It's not going to be anybody that you – I mean, unless they decide that they want to trade for somebody that is, you know – Gonna be here for a while, and unless you, you're probably giving up something pretty good. I just can't. Imagine. Who who wants to get rid of tackles? I mean, it just doesn't happen. All right, thanks for the call, Pete. Um, you know, so but I I honestly think that that offensive lineman trade deadline, I just I don't see it happening. I really I really don't. Unless it's a guy out there that you know maybe his last year of his deal, and 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 they don't think they teams don't think they can get you know. They're, they're going to be able to re-sign him, and the season's not going well. I mean, it, it could happen, uh, but you're probably going to have to give something up for it, just like you you would anyway. You might have to give more up for the offensive lineman than almost any other position, um, other than probably quarterback. But but so yeah, I, I definitely think that that's that's something that they'll, they're going to be looking all over the place here to see um, just just what they can do to fill fill the gaps here. As for Sam Williams, um, yeah, I mean, he, he wants to get more playing time on defense. But he, he's been out there. He got to do some things. Um, but, you know, his thing, he's got to cut down on his penalties. I mean, he gets a lot of penalties for the amount of time he's out there. So he's got he's to make sure and help his own cause when he's out there and doing things. But, you know, to block a punt on special teams, I mean, think about it. You know, this team, they've got d- the two games in a row against the Rams. They've blocked a punt. Both of them were defensive ends. I mean, Sam Williams last uh, game, and then last year was Dorrance Armstrong blocking a punt. Um, just the athletic ability of these defensive ends to do that, and then for Sam Williams to play gunner, like I said, that's just that's insane. All right, Ricardo in Minnesota, you're next. Probably our last caller today. Ricardo. Ricardo from Mountain Lake, Minnesota. All right. Uh, question for you, Nick. What is the biggest uh, player matchup or matchups that we need to win to able to beat Philly this Sunday? All right. Already there. We're going into matchups, uh, Cowboys and Eagles. Um, thanks for the call. Uh, I can't tell you that I've that I'm you know, diving in just yet to to the matchups of the game. We kind of look backwards on Monday for the for the, for this one. Um but you know, Philly doesn't sneak up on anybody. I mean, you kind of know them. You see them twice a year, and and they're all over. You know, TV on. You know, they play primetime games, and so we we've watched them. Um, you know, I I think it's it, I think it's the fact that they've got two really good wide receivers. I mean, really good first round pick guys in Devontae Smith, and then of course AJ Brown, who's just a He's just a beast. He's bigger than some tight ends. I mean, he's just—he's really going to be a tough matchup for anybody. Um, but it's—but what makes them so good is that you know th- who's got Devontae Smith. I mean, you, so it's—you can't just try to double teams. And, and so that right there—that's the first thing that pops out to me. Um, like I said earlier, Micah Parsons—they have to figure out ways for Micah Parsons to be, a, you know, a big factor um, in in the game. But you know, the Eagles are. 
you know, Eagles got to stop CeeDee Lamb. I mean, the Eagle, Eagles have some issues too. That they're going to have to 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 stop this offense. So uh, it's going to be really it's going to be a fun matchup, um, I think. But it, to me, when I when I look at them, I think the Cowboys and the secondary, and this is the game when when Trayvon Diggs got hurt. I looked at games like the 49ers and Philly of you might be able to get by some of these other teams, but when you go up against teams that have loaded themselves up with weapons like these two have, especially Philly, that's this is where it's going to be tough. I mean, as great as Deron Bland is playing, and Stephon Gilmore is doing a really nice job as well, but this is where I think losing Trayvon Diggs is probably going to hurt him the most. So, uh, But we'll see. We'll see how, how they step up. It's going to be a big one for you know Jordan Lewis is going to have to get in there and, and, and do his thing. Um, so those those corners and, and uh, safeties will be tested for sure. All right, but we'll talk about that all week long. This has been a fun one here. Uh, Cowboys defeat uh, the uh, Rams 43-20. to They are at 5-2. So we'll talk about that moving forward, where they kind of stand in the rest of the of the the league, and we'll talk about more big picture things tomorrow, and of course, getting ready for the Eagles on Sunday. For Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We will see you tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.